Generational legacy is heavy. It weighs on me. The smile just got wiped off my face. I was busy smiling at him and then realized <laughs> it it is a heavy topic because whether we leave a really happy, wonderful, delightful legacy or a poor, distraught, unhelpful legacy, all of us leave a legacy of some sort. Mm-hmm. And that is heavy. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. So we're excited that you've joined us for another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're going to share techniques, thoughts, tools, tips that we all deserve. You, I, everyone. So we can turn our house into a home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. In this segment, what we're going to learn is that words, the words we actually say in our mouth, pass on our legacy, create our legacy. Oh, because you know when yet a... I've always, I've dreamt about, daydreamed about, thought about what my legacy would be. And maybe a little morbid, but I, I picture myself like in a coffin, even though I might get cremated. I'm still uh, not sure on that one. I know you want to be, but that's beside the point. Am I off topic here? Yes. It's awesome. Man. I'm looking at you going, I, what are you doing? I feel like, uh, I don't know, I feel like yabbering a bit. No, I'm just kidding. So for me, it was, I go, oh, will there be anybody at my funeral? Will the place be packed? Will people say, oh, Ken had an influence in my life. Ken made a difference here. Ken did this. Ken's book had that effect on me. And I know it's, you're, you're, not, you're sitting there going, oh, what about us? How did we affect somebody? But no, it, it's all about me right now because I'm the one in the casket. And so I'm thinking, what's my legacy? I know I'm going to leave a legacy. Is it going to be a great one? And that's the kind of thing I dream about. Is that strange or what? I'm not even going to answer that question. And I'm hoping you're not going to answer that question either. Because I think for all of us, it's a different conversation. And yet legacy, often what we think about is what are we going to leave behind? What impact are we going to have when we're gone? That's the legacy. Yeah. Many times for me, it was like, will I leave businesses behind for my children and my grandchildren? Will I create a foundation that makes a difference in people's lives that that our kids will carry on. Will there be enough money that they can do something like carry on the torch, so to speak? That's what I think of legacy. And I think I'm wrong. Well, I think that's a piece of legacy. And that's what we've been talking about over the last months. Like we identified that part of what we're up in up to in the world is positioning people for a generational legacy that they're excited to leave behind, but also that they're excited to live in the moment because it's not just about down the road. Every single conversation that we have, every word that we speak has an impact on another. We're leaving something behind in the moment and therefore we're creating legacy 
right here, right now, as we are. I love what you just said. It just like slapped me upside the head. Legacy is born in the moment. Absolutely. One conversation at a time sometimes. Because it may be actions that create your legacy. It may be the words, the wisdom, the the wealth of wisdom that you pass on. Absolutely. And just the other day I was chatting with a, well, I was actually having a rough real estate day around things not working out the way I wanted them to for our own personal real estate. So now I'm very connected to what <laughs> you might experience when things are going south in your real estate journey. Anyway, so I was pretty derailed. And in the midst of that, one of my clients who comes to our family gatherings, who's been very available to, which we now get to have again, now that the worst of COVID is over, which I'm so excited. We're going strawberry picking in a few days, and that is fantastic. And she doesn't generally reach out through social or doesn't usually call or it's more she comes and joins us at the family gatherings or when it's time to buy or sell or introduce us to somebody. But this particular day in the midst of my despair, she, well, she didn't know about because I didn't put it out in the world. I was trying to just navigate it myself at that, this point. She sent me a message and said, you know, you often put thought-provoking messages into the world. You use words that inspire people. So here's legacy. That's legacy in the moment, which is what she was telling me. And she said, so I came across this inspirational piece and I thought you should have it. And so I opened the title because I thought, well, that's interesting timing and I, very kind of her. And I felt grateful. And it said, cows don't give milk. And I'm thinking, yeah, I know cows don't give milk, but I started thinking about what, like the whole, I just started go going on a spiral. And I don't remember how I derailed it, but I turned it into something that the article was not about that I can promise you. And then as I read the little article, what it spoke to was a father. And I will share this with you. Actually, we'll put it in our social. It was written by unknown. So I think I can share that pretty, pretty mm -hmm. easily. And it was a father that would say to his young boys, when you're 12, I'm going to give you the secret of life. I'm going to tell you what the secret is. And so the oldest boy turned 12. And so he came to dad and said, within a few days, I'm 12 now. So I want to hear the secret of life. And his dad said, cows don't give milk. And a boy, of course, the boy was confused, didn't <laughs> understand because he's thinking, I've been taught in school that cows give milk. And that's how come I get to drink milk that comes from cows. And the dad proceeded to explain all the steps involved to get the milk from the cow, not that it readily just gave you milk. That you had to get up at 4 a.m. or the farmer had to get up at 4 a.m. And the whole walk through the corral, deal with the poop, get the, the legs positioned properly, get on the stool, do the work of retrieving the milk from the cow. And his point simply was put effort into anything that's worthy in life. And I thought, what an amazing legacy story. Mm -hmm. Like he's passed on with a few words from a short little story, a legacy for those boys. They'll never forget that if they want something in life or they desire something, there's effort to go get it. 
Yeah, so a short conversation is what you're saying. A short conversation, whether it's with someone you love or someone you just met, mm. can have a lifelong legacy effect. Not just because when I think of legacy, sometimes I think family, right? It's my legacy with my children, my grandchildren. Mm. But legacy is what you do to the broader population or, or even one single individual or one couple. Like we were in Belize, Ooh, when was that? Quite a number of years ago. And what happened? We met a couple that was about to be divorced. They came and sat down with us and said, would you talk with us? We heard you teach on marriage. And in one hour conversation, that marriage turned around and now they're teaching marriage courses to mm -hmm. couples. Yeah, It's legacy. Right. So it's generational legacy and it just is one simple little conversation at a time actually builds legacy, not just for our own families, across families. And we're grateful to be your partners in moving forward together in the wealth, wisdom, and worth journey. Do your actions speak louder than your words? <laughs> Often. Mine sure do anyway. So we're excited that we've been able to provide for you free access to over 503 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share all kinds of insider tips, how to make house home, how to grow wealth, even how to have generational legacy. And the great news is you can get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. So what we're going to discover in this episode is that our words are important and our actions, what we do, is probably even equally or more essential. Yeah, when I think about that, like modeling, right? Yeah. Your actions model something. And I remember hearing, do as I say, not as I do. You and, remember and that? that's where that thought comes from, right? Yes. That the actions are louder than your words. Or sometimes my children would do something or say something that was not appropriate for a child to say. Probably wasn't appropriate for and, an adult either. Well, that's the point because <laughs> I, I had to think, where did they get that? Oh, they've been watching me. The little rotters, they're watching me. So that's very intense when you recognize they come out of the womb moldable, right? They don't know anything. And so when they start saying things, doing things, treating things a certain way, they've seen it modeled. And probably. I think they probably have because otherwise they can't. They, they may have a good imagination, but they're probably not just going to come up with it for themselves, right? And it may not just be within a family makeup, though, because I know our kids and I've watched all kinds of kids, including a young girl that came here with her friends. Mm -hmm. She was watching what you were doing. She was looking at our environment. She was looking at the home that we were living in. And she came here to celebrate a birthday, a 16th birthday, I guess. And with her other teenage friends, with her other teenage friends. And they got to use the theater room and just have a nice party because that was just kind of a fun thing to do rather than being her own home environment, something mm -hmm. different. And so by what we did, which was even what, how we live, right? Because you cook them popcorn and you serve them. And so by your modeling of kindness and connection to the kids, and they were watching what was going on around them, 
they got really curious and they started asking you questions. Yeah. And a lot of them may have had a tougher background than I had growing up. And they wanted to know how to get where we had gotten, really, is what they wanted. Right. And it was a beautiful thing. Because we had written the Wealth Formula book, I was able to give each one of the teenagers a book to read. And, you know, actually, you just ran into one of them three years later, right? Just after her 19th birthday. I don't know how that conversation go went because I wasn't there. And I don't know how the book, the conversation, the party affected those teens because I haven't run into them again. But I bet you it had some effect. Well, and I know for the one gal that I bumped into, or actually she saw me, and it was kind of funny because she was afraid to reach out to me. She saw me at her place of work, and she didn't want to come up to me because she was concerned maybe it wasn't me. And I thought, well, based on how I look, there aren't going to be many others who had a good giggle. But she reached out on Messenger and said, "I did I see you today? Were you at? And I said, yeah, I was. So we ended up arranging to meet the next morning, which was fabulous. And the life choices that she's making, how she's finished her high school, how she's applying herself at work actually has a lot to do with what she took on from reading the wealth formula and how she's applied being in our midst to her life. And she's not doing what all the other teens are doing. She's not into the party scene. She She's just decided that if she wants to live a life that has a lot of opportunity and potential in it, she has to put effort in now. And she is. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. And so I, I also think... That's legacy, <clears throat> right? That's legacy, yeah. And who you hang with, who you are with, like you're, it's not just family. It's the culture, the culture at the school, the culture of the a university you attend, the culture of the workplace. Like I know in my workplace, we attempt to have a certain culture and to encourage certain behaviors within that culture. You're going to give a few examples? Um, yeah, like not using profanity or a culture of caring and sharing, a culture of supporting others and cheerleading them on when they have a success as opposed to looking at, oh, I didn't get successful, they're successful. No, we don't go that way. We go, way to go. Yes, awesome. And it's a different culture. Now, sometimes a new real estate agent will come into our office and they're not part of the culture. Yet. Yet, which is interesting because the culture will change them typically. If the culture is strong enough, mm -hmm. the person will be changed by the culture. Because if, for instance, if they curse and, and no one else is cursing in the office and, and suddenly they're going to feel out of place and they'll just naturally stop that. Or if they see someone offering to help or cheerleading them on, they're going to do the same for somebody else. It changes over time. If the culture is strong enough. Right. And so what you're saying is generational legacy is happening right inside the Solid Rock Realty office every single day. Yeah. 
And when we're on our week, well, we do it twice a week now. When COVID first happened, we did it every single day, weekday. We did training and morale boosting. And we brought brought people in that were mindset mastery experts. We brought in um, life coaches. We brought in, it was less about sales. And it was more about keeping everybody's mindset intact and learning how to navigate the new environment and the interesting is sales went way up because we kept people in a right mind frame not going home and hiding out right so it was all about doing again Mm -hmm. it was about modeling because we were doing the same thing and we were navigating how we helped families differently i mean in the first few days their first little while of covid i helped people sell their homes and i'd never even met them Right. We did Zoom and phone. Yeah. Never met the house, never saw the house. But after years and years of experience, you could model confidence, model what it was going to take. And we did fantastic for them. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I'm working with a client and Mm -hmm. they want to move to a district because their child is showing aspirations of becoming a doctor and they want them to be in the right high school so that that high school models. the right attributes, right? The the education, the marks, the the mm-hmm. it's a good culture for her child. So she's moving not because she doesn't like the neighborhood in. Yeah. She loves the neighborhood mm-hmm. she's in. The family loves the neighborhood in. They love the 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 people, the location. As a matter of fact, they're willing to move for four years and then move back to that neighborhood once their child finishes. That's modeling sacrifice and modeling the importance of of following your dream and doing everything possible to reach that. I, I'm just so impressed with them. Yeah. So what are you getting out of this? Like it's it's not just a one-minute decision. It's how you be in life that's going to actually leave the mark for everyone mm-hmm. in your midst, not just those that you're in most intense relationship with. Right. And it's impossible not to leave a mark by your actions, Mm. whether it's poor or great, you get to decide. So thanks for the privilege of journeying with us alongside of us, because we're passionate to help you and us be positioned for great generational legacy. So Yara, what speaks louder than words And even louder than actions. How I be, like my state, my emotional being, because if it's not in me, it can't come out of me. (laughs) We are excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to not only help families buy, sell, and invest in real estate over 3,117 times, we've been able to help strengthen, heal, and flourish relationship, build their fun, build their faith, build their finances, and really just 30 years of building life, wealth, and home. So what we're going to explore, what are we going to explore, Ken Decker? We're going to explore that our state is even more impactful and affects our generational legacy, which isn't just our family legacy. It goes way beyond that. It's this generation. It's even the generation before us and the generations after us, our state 
and is you, loud. Yes. And if you live in the United States and you're watching this video, just know we're not talking about you living in the state of Florida or California or wherever. We're talking about your emotional state and how you regulate mm. that really gets passed on generationally. Yeah. Every time you connect with somebody. So even if I'm saying the right words, even if I'm doing the right things, but I'm fuming, right? <laughs> I'm in a snit about something, my way of being or my state, as we call it, my emotional state will actually drown out the words and even make the motion I'm doing basically vanish. Yep. Is that not wild? Yes. And how we handle our emotions, like our emotional leg legacy, let's call it, or your emotional intelligence. Yeah. There's actually a term for that, right? Yeah. Your, your it's emotional intelligence. EQ. EQ. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of IQ. And we recently bought a book by Brene Brown. Uh, what's it called? Atlas of the Heart. And she she speaks to and explains multiple different emotions, which helped me become... 87, which helped me become more emotionally literate and know how to regulate my state. And most of the time, people only understand how to regulate their state based on what they've seen modeled. And I've seen it where, you know, where people deregulate, they scream, they kick, they hit things, they, they hit people, they hit walls, they break things. And then their children see that. Their children behave that way when they don't know how to regulate their emotions. Right. And that gets passed on. And I think knowing how to talk things out when you feel deregulated and being able to explain your emotions can actually help pass on a legacy of regulated state. Absolutely. More frequently. I mean, sometimes you deregulate. It's just you cry, you get depressed, whatever. You, you, your emotions deregulate based on circumstances. But it's how do we communicate to ourselves and to others and how do we bring that back? Right. And so one of the quickly. things that just happened recently you were mm -hmm. talking about was somebody that we adore and love. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the spouse, the partner, wasn't. They were saying, fine, we'll go get you. In this case, it was a cell phone, which is kind of funny because in a previous episode, we were talking about cells and how the cells in our body, mm -hmm. or in an upcoming episode, actually, yeah. we're going to be talking about cells and not just cell phones, but the actual yep. cells in our body. And so they were out to get a cell phone. And the words were right. Sure, we'll get a phone. And the... Um, modeling of care for the person was there, but this no, it wasn't. They didn't feel cared for. They felt um, negative energy around this. It was like they were a hassle to have to have a phone, which is a tool for this person. They use it for work. They use it to to uh, you know for the children to be able to reach them, for the schools to be able to reach them. It's a tool that's required. And it felt like a big, heavy deal because their phone was broken to replace it. Yeah. So it was, there was a lot of emotion there, a lot of negative state 
And what you asked, mm -hmm. right, is you said, well, that doesn't sound like that person. Right. Their state is usually one that shows care and shows Let's, concern and shows yeah. love and would want I know that to give you. Heart. Right. Because you know their heart. Yep. And so that, so then when the state is off, rather than that off state becoming really yep. the legacy piece, because you, you could have, she could have started dwelling on yeah. how and, off he was. Yeah. And as she was sharing that story with me, what was interesting was I'm thinking, there's more to the story. What caused the deregulation of the state? And I asked some questions. I said, oh, what's going on? Was there something heavy going on at work? And she, she goes, yeah, actually, once we got home, it was this, it was that. It was, there were like three things that were super heavy that hit him that day. Right. So really, he was bringing his state home with him. And not being able to reset it, re-regulate it. Right. And so even when somebody's buying a home, selling a home, or investing in real estate, it is a time where states get deregulated. Emotions so, can, yeah. Right? So easily because one person wants this house, the other person wants this house, or they want these features versus these features. And all of a sudden, the way someone is emoting or the energetic calling card that they're expressing outweighs what they're saying and even what they're doing. Yeah. One of the things we watch for is what's unsaid and you can ask questions to find out what's being unsaid by watching someone's state. And it doesn't mean they have to fly off to the handle. It can mm -hmm. be just, they go quiet or they get sullen or their, their facial expression goes uh, like frowning or something. Anything like that mm -hmm. says, Hey, their state, just turned and part of that legacy is being able to teach people to see the cues and ask the right questions when you see someone's state change i can see when i've hurt you now before i was oblivious i just kept going and you're like you know you're like run over by a tractor and yet now i can see very quickly in your state, if I've done something to offend you, to hurt you, or that was callous, and I can go, whoa, 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 just a second, and I can ask some questions mm -hmm. and bring us back into unity. Right. And so state, I think, is under um, underemphasized. So if there's anything you get from this segment where we talked previously in another segment about words and then about modeling, and now we're saying how you be, recognize that is leaving its mark all over the place, mm -hmm. right? Underemphasized and yet essentially um, important, Yep. right? Because people will what? People will remember? Remember what? Mm -hmm. How you actually you don't remember what you did, no. but people will remember how you made them feel long after they forget what you did. Exactly. Yeah. So we're honored to be your advocates on the journey of wealth building through real estate and life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.